of Porch Beers with the Lynx. It has been a very long time. Man, well, you know, we, we really needed to recharge our batteries, kind of, you know, re- refresh ourselves, <laughs> figure out, you know, where we wanted to take the direction of this podcast. Yeah, so uh, pretty much now we're doing sex advice column. Yep, uh, we have lots of questions, um, <laughs> most of them from Brian Dolsky. How does it work? <laughs> what, what do I do? <laughs> no, like we've had a lot of we haven't been able to podcast because there's been a ton of things happen. It's been a busy like three weeks. It has a been it has been a very uh, stretch busy stretch of time. God, I can't talk. See, yep, cold. Yeah, yeah, we're all coming in cold. We didn't warm up. We didn't do our uh, stretches before. <laughs> no, no. Uh, yeah, I mean, I tell you what, it went from like you know, hey, things are all right to wow. Things are busy, and they're all coming up linked. And everything is happening now at one time. I know. I know. I, uh, you know, I guess I'll start with, with what's going on. That's the biggest thing, right? The house. Well, I don't know. I mean, there's a championship at, at stake here. That's yeah. that's pretty big, too. Those come and go. <laughs> <laughs> a banner is forever, Andy. That's true. That is very true. Look at banner. <laughs> Look at banner, Andy. Uh, no, I, I think the house is the big thing. So you are moving actually closer now. We are. So, uh, and it was just very spur of the moment. Like, yeah. You know, we had talked about it. We we're like, yeah, someday we'll maybe move to Mascuda or Ophelon, see the see what happens. And uh, we set out some very specific criteria. And Lindsay got a notification that there was a house up for sale and hit our hit our boxes. We drove past it. Ironically, the owner was outside. He showed us the house. It's so weird. <laughs> Kismet, man. And and again, <clears throat> it, it's it's weird how we didn't even offer like an insane offer. Right. You know, we offered asking, essentially, and that's it. They took it. Well, and he, it wasn't on the market very long either, was it? It was the first day. Was it really? It was the first day. So in theory. You know, they could have just been like, oh, we're going to wait. We're going to see what else comes our way. <laughs> but also they could have just been like, hey, we got what we want. Right. Let's get out of here. Yeah, because then they get to move to their new house, right? I mean, right. they get to move on as well. But, you know, it's scary. That instant buyer's remorse of yeah. like, oh, God, what did we do? <laughs> we did, yeah. Do we really, do we want to leave this house? Man, so many memories here at this place. I mean, we were talking before, I lived here, we lived here for 13 years. Yeah. Um, you know, both girls have, were born here. Um, you know, we just literally just put in this deck patio stuff here last uh, last summer. Yeah. And uh, just kind of odd, kind of sucks. Well, and you're friends with your neighbors and yeah. stuff like that. Like, what, like, are the other, the houses in the new neighborhood, neighborhood close by, like, that you'll have neighbors that you can just kind of wander over? Essentially, yeah. I mean, it's. It's kind of like where I'm at now, except there is more room in between the houses, mm. which is nice, and in uh, a three-car garage and a pool. 
Right. So, you know, to put your Porsche in. Fancy. Yeah. <laughs> Ironically, old boy who lived there did have a Porsche. Oh, really? Parked in the garage, <laughs> along with the Tesla. Wow. Yeah. Hashtag blessed. So you moved into a uh, fancy neighborhood, huh? Apparently so. I had no <laughs> idea. Wait, so, wait till they get a load of this family. <laughs> yeah, because you got a pod sitting in the middle of your driveway right now. <laughs> and you know what? For your uh, for your fourth car, you could just throw up a little carport out there. Oh, that's great. Yeah, man, really drives up the uh, home value. I like where your head's at. That's uh -huh. great, man. Yeah. Uh and you know, it's not just the buyer's remorse of "Oh crap, what did we do?" or whatever. Because you know, twenty four hours passed. They accepted our offer. Then the fun begins of where to start with this mm -hmm. selling our house. Yeah, and that's a whole thing. And you had a much easier time than we did. So, well, I, yeah, I mean the market, I guess, was helpful with that. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean it was just you, you don't know where to start, man. Right. Well, and your house is a lot more marketable than our first house when we tried to sell it because you know ours was a 1950s starter home essentially. So. It took a very specific person to buy that, which literally was a person who walked up to our door, knocked on it, and said, hey, I'd like to buy your house. Have you ever thought about selling? And I wasn't home, but Kristen was, and she goes, why, yes, yes, we are, actually. Do you know that actually takes some, like, cojones? To go do that? Yeah. yeah I know. Tip of the cap to her. Yeah, she was 102, so she didn't have a whole lot of... I'm sorry, she was actually 102. I, she was like ancient okay yeah i mean so she was older but she yeah she came over on the mayflower man <laughs> so she knew what she wanted and she went after it yep is uh is, does she still live there is no she still she's with us no uh, after 10 years i'd put her like 112 ah well so i mean I, I think she's dirt napping good jeans i don't know who lives there now you don't drive by just for nostalgia sometimes purposes. i ride my bike past it just to see you know what our flowers and stuff that we planted and we planted like a oh some kind of pear tree i think and we planted it right when stan was born and now it's like a big giant tree in the yard really so yeah huh, that's yep. pretty cool actually bearing fruit no i don't think it really bears fruit uh so you don't see the people who live there but yeah. does it look like it's been well kept mm-hmm yeah it uh I guess whoever lives there now does, they appreciated the work we put into the flower beds and whatnot, because none of that has ever changed. You know, and that's that's something I was talking about with Lindsay, too, is kind of like you're saying, you drive, you ride your bike past, but you don't really pay attention. Yeah. I don't know if I really want to know how these people decorate or handle oh, yeah. this house after I move, because, you know, I don't want to think about my basement with my bar and all of that stuff <laughs> being decorated with some other Hoosier stuff. Just a bunch of precious moments. Yeah, right? Right? <laughs> or worse, a NASCAR basement. <laughs> Bubba Wallace. There's a Bubba Wallace's hood <laughs> sitting there on the wall. Autographed, though. Autographed, of course. Yeah, yeah I just, I don't, I don't want to really know. I don't really want to know. I, I think I'm pretty happy not knowing. It wouldn't bother me. Uh, you know, maybe they had a better idea. Maybe. And I'd look at it and be like, huh, good job, guys. But then you'd say, sit and say, huh, why didn't I think of that? Because I'm not that smart. I could have been enjoying that. Yeah, not in that house. We wouldn't have fit. Didn't you paint your basement to look like uh Like a baseball diamond. Yeah. Would, yeah. Was that still there when you moved out? Yeah. Huh. 
kind of curious if that's still there or not. That's the only thing I'm really curious of, on whether it's still there. Is there a plaque down in the basement, you think, because that was where we first podcasted? Like, you know, memorializing? Oh, God, we did the very, the, the sports link. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the episodes that'll never air. Ah, no, no. I'm pretty sure they're Boy. lost for... A reason good <laughs> yes <laughs> i tried listening to it and uh it was rough man uh, a lot of things change in 20 years uh yeah yeah uh the language you use uh, yep yep yeah i would uh i would never say some of the things i, <laughs> I said on that why don't you go through the words no let's not let's uh let's just list off the words you used back then <laughs> Uh, let's just say our sense of humor has changed. <laughs> Probably for the better. To an extent. Yeah. I mean, we still giggle at dumb stuff. <laughs> We're just not a couple of tallywhackers anymore. Right. <laughs> We're not offensive tallywhackers. Right. Yeah. Really wanted to work the word tallywhacker. I, I liked it. It yeah. was pretty good. Thanks. It was pretty good. Yeah. yeah uh, and getting back to the, the house stuff, we... Uh, we got it ready for market miraculously within like two weeks like we got it ready got pictures taken one week um next week it went on the market and we had five days worth of showings and somehow got several offers wow. i don't know how but man i am flipping counting my stars right now that we didn't have to go through like weeks of trying to be out of the house during this time so yeah. people could come over and you know take a look at stuff so does your uh, new neighborhood have, like, a name, like Wildwood Estates or Nooning Tree or something like that? I actually think it does. Does it have estates in it? Do you live on an estate now? I don't think so. <laughs> My house has a name. <laughs> Sparkwood Manor, yes. Manor. <laughs> yes. Uh, no. I think there is a name to our to our little neighborhood, but I can't think of it. I don't know. But it for sure has a state in the name. I don't. I I don't think so. No. I don't know. I I honestly, you know who will know that? Lindsay. Lindsay. Yeah. Yeah. Seems like Lindsay knowledge. She's uh she's much smarter than I. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird that she married you. I'd think that some of that knowledge would have been uh. Some foresight. <laughs> yeah, so uh, so the links have a pool, so it'll be pretty fantastic, man. Yeah, that backyard does look pretty cool. I mean, it's got the double-deck porch. Double-decker porch, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to throw a TV out there, right? Oh, God, yeah. God, like, yeah. Because the people before had one, right? Yep. So we will be, uh, we will be, why uh, can't I think of the word, mounting a TV on the wall? It'll be great. You know, pool parties out there. It's a heated pool. Oh, God. That's nice. Is it a saltwater one or is it chlorine? It's called UV, apparently. Oh. Don't know what that means. No. Uh, but it is fancy. But the algae wears sunglasses. The algae wears sunglasses. <laughs> speaking of, uh, uh, speaking of sunglasses, tonight at bedtime, uh, put Natalie to bed, and she uh, she told me, "Hey, Dad, do you know uh, do you know what I think the first dinosaur looked like?" And I go. I don't know what and she goes she goes i would bet it wore a crown it wore sunglasses a gold chain and a sexy outfit so she described me as the first dinosaur <laughs> <Yes>. perfect 
first first saying the word sexy outfit. <laughs> sexy outfit. Really threw me for a loop. Oh my god. What have you been watching? Yeah, right. Uh, I mean, we had just finished the Adams family. I don't know if that's like a spot where you get sexy I, from. I don't think so. But wow. <laughs> sexy outfit. Uh-huh. Uh, she'll be a YouTube influencer any day oh, now. That's I think is her dream right there. Have her own YouTube channel. Is is there any douchier profession than YouTube influencer or Instagram influencer or whatever? Like you have to have a certain personality trait of douchiness to want to do that. Maybe podcaster. Less douchey, but still there. <laughs> like we're at like a four. <laughs> No, a social media influencer, influencer is yeah. the worst. Yeah, yeah, it really is. <laughs> uh, and the hey guys, mm. give my video a thumbs up, click on the subscribe button. Oh, God, I if I ever say that. <clears throat> now By we the way, start closing. I'd like for you to subscribe to our <laughs> podcast. So that was my big news. Uh, let's uh, let's go over what's been going on in the world of Andy. You know, it it has been coming up Andy for the most part too recently. Um, part two, like the sequel. Yeah, yeah. It uh, so playing for the old state championship at the uh, at the old HCS. So yeah, so um, the Apaches. Yeah, they won whatever the diocesan tournament yeah, we did so you have so a banner the... right there for that right yeah a whole plaque oh, a plaque a plaque and a banner or just oh they made a banner yeah so our year gets added to the banner in the gym for diocesan and then the um you know we have a plaque that we put into the trophy case so that's pretty cool so Does that's have your name on it no unfortunately mm. Mm. no it's got my picture by it i believe just yours yeah, it's just mine. <laughs> yeah. No, they put the team's photo in there. Like, I think there's a spot where you could just slide a photo on in. So, oh, it, it's cool because those boys will now have their picture there forever, right? Yep. So that when they send their kids there, like, hey, there's dad when he was in eighth grade. So that's kind of cool. And then we won the regional. So that was out of uh, that was out of seven teams as well. And do you get a banner for that? Uh, big giant trophy. Sweet action, which also goes in the trophy case. Which also goes in the trophy case. Like, this is like a foot and a half tall trophy, man. It's huge. <laughs> Are so, you going to get a replica made to keep at home? I wish. Yeah. I really should. I thought about just forgetting to take it to the school and just putting it on the porch forever. <laughs> Did you let each kid from the team spend, like, one day with it? I tell you what. One of the ki- the kids were asking about that. <laughs> They're like, so who gets to take it home? And I'm like, I'm taking it home. Because I'm the one who's going to return to the school. And I go, well, do you have to return it right away? Yes. Could we just, each of us, get a little bit of time with it? <laughs> no. What are you going to do with it? Uh-huh. Like, you're not Ovechkin. You're not going to go to, like, uh, the, the surrounding strip clubs and drink <laughs> a bunch of beer out of it. Maybe he wanted to eat some Fruit Loops out of it. Maybe. Now, that, that, that could be a thing. No. What about your assistant coaches? Were they kind of hanging on that conversation to be like, <laughs> see if they could get a date with I, it? I would also like it. <laughs> Please. No. Uh, 
they were the one prodding the kids to ask the question. <laughs> How come you get it for a day and a half? <laughs> uh, good talk, Coach, but uh, I'm glad you said no to the kids. But, you know, we're cool. But right? we, we're cool, yeah. yeah? Absolutely. Here you go, Ryan. No weird stuff with it. <laughs> so you... Uh, so you won the regional. Yeah, so that's out of seven teams. And there's eight regionals brackets. Okay. So there's essentially 56 teams in this thing. And uh, so we won our bracket, and now we beat the first two teams, and we're playing for the final. It's supposed to be today. It got rained out, but playing tomorrow. So the bracket you were in for regional, was that essentially all the same schools that you play um, in your diocesan? They're all ones we could have played. Um, there was like Valmeyer and St. John's Lutheran and Redbud and St. Teresa's and St. Joe's and Freeburg. Um, there was a couple other little small schools, I think, but we didn't, we didn't face them. They were in a different bracket. Mm. So now we're, we're facing some team. I think it's like from Heron or some God awful place like that. <laughs> Shots fired at Southern Illinois. I mean, I don't want to go to Heron for sure. It's bad enough we got to go to Coulterville to play this game. Ugh. And it's a best of one. It's best of one. It's just one game. And uh, you know what? I like... So I, I'm, I'm fighting this with how to approach this with the boys because, look, we stand a shot at winning this, but we also stand a shot at losing, right? And you kind of want to have them be prepared that, yeah, your season's over and we lost, and it ended on a kind of a down note, but... You're still the second best team out of 56 mm -hmm. in Southern Illinois, right? Like, we're playing people, like, everywhere from Cairo to Altamont. Like, it's a big swath of the state. So now it's only Southern Illinois? So now, if you win this, you wouldn't go on to face? No, there's no other. No, this is... Hmm, that's surprising. Yeah, I, I think because we're still the small schools. Like, we're not the big Chicago ones and stuff that, like... Uh, I don't know. We're we're in like Division S, but there has to be like your size of schools up middle and north and stuff. You yeah, know, but they I think they have their own league hmm. and division because um, this is just like I said from like Effingham to Cairo. So, are you having some celebrity throw out the first pitch? No, not in charge of that. Oh, damn it! Yeah, the Coulterville mayor. He's gonna go out there and chuck the first pitch. <laughs> what time is game time? Two. I'm working, otherwise I would. Uh, yeah. Oh, you're the Coulterville mayor? No, I mean, how cool uh, would it be if I came out through yeah, the first right? pitch? Hey, guys, and here is my brother. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's my brother. Everybody knows him. We do a, we do a podcast. Does nobody listen to my podcast? <laughs> Henry stands up and cheers. <laughs> <laughs> he, would, he would have to be listening or paying attention. <laughs> yeah, he'll probably have his device and just be distracted. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you know, the other thing that I'm trying to explain to these boys is that, look, the other people on the other team are just kids. Mm. Like, they're not adults, they're not professionals, they're not huge beasts. They probably have two really good kids and then just a bunch of dudes. Just like every other team we've faced. You minimize the damage from the two good kids and they're going to make errors. They're going to walk people. We just have to make sure that we make fewer errors and walk fewer people and hit the ball. In all of these games that you've coached now between the diocesan, diocesan probably not as much, 
but the regional and now into super regional? We'll call it that. It's it's final. Okay, the finals. Have you come across Uber Coach? Like Uber aggressive coach who just takes yeah. it so serious. So actually most of them have been really good dudes. Um like when we faced St. John Lutheran, like I talked to them and they're like, ah, this is the first time we've done this too. And like, it was just it's all new for them because they're just parents, right? Mm-hmm. They're, they're not lifetime coaches of this stuff. Uh, the only really kind of douchey one was the Valmeyer one. And they were just a little more intense than we were. They also had an 80 year old man keeping their book, like a paper book. <laughs> Nobody keeps a paper book anymore. Everybody has apps they use for this. Uh-huh. So, so what made them so like aggressive? Like, what made them take it so serious? Um, so like when we had a uh, our second baseman was running to third and pulled up with like a pulled hamstring. Like, I had to take him out, and I I just shouted for someone to go run for him, but it was a kid that I'd actually just replace out of the lineup, but he just had to be standing by. I was thinking he was a courtesy runner, but he's not. He, since it's an injury, you actually have to go in. Like you have to actually be a replacement. And I wasn't thinking when I did it. And like, they stormed out on the field. I was like, that's an illegal player. That's an illegal player. And I'm like, whoa, 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 settle down. You're right. I screwed up. That's on me. Let's reel it back a few few steps here. (laughs) I I was thinking it was a courtesy runner. That's on me. (laughs) Do you have courtesy runners at this level? For pitchers and catchers. Because they want to keep the game moving. Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah. And our catcher's pretty slow, so it works out well for us. So then after after the game, after you beat Valmeyer, was the coach kind of douchey about it uh they were there was so many tears it was hard to tell from them wow yeah they were they were they thought they were going to roll us because they had their ace pitcher going and he struck out i think 15 of our 16 kids that he faced so i mean he was on a roll he was good but then you have to hit too right you have to hit and that kid actually hit two home runs off of us their pitcher who struck out 15 of 16 kids also hit two home runs off of us. Okay, so so that happened. How did you score whatever runs to... Because uh, the minute they took out their ace, they had nothing else. And he can only pitch five innings? He can only throw 90 pitches. Uh. And really, 90 pitches is too much for... Who's keeping tabs at this level? Oh, everyone is keeping tabs. Like, our game, like we use Game Changer app for it, right? And so, like... My scorebook guy is going, ball, strike, ball, strike, foul ball, foul ball. It, it, you have to keep it like You have to sign off at the end of the game how many pitches your guy did. Huh. Because <clears throat> they're very strict about it. That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, I get it, but I, I just... Because now they can't pitch again for four days. Like, not at all. And otherwise, you would have the coaches who would just... Keep throwing that kid Keep out there. Keep throwing that yeah. kid out there. Absolutely. And I don't. When we played little league, I don't remember there being rules about it. Um, no, Am because I wrong? there was no. There was not an emphasis on, you know, pitchers' arms, yeah, and health and stuff like that. But then again, we also never played on a team that you really had to worry about that. You know, right? We weren't good, but no, uh, it, it it was a different era. 
Yeah, I didn't know if, if um, yeah, again, different era versus uh, maybe I just missed something back in the day. No, no they, uh, and there might have been pitch counts. I don't know, but no one, it was never an issue. Like, you just threw until your arm hurt or you sucked. And then they carted you off the field. Or until you got kicked out for hitting too many batters. Yep. That would be, <laughs> that would be me. Uh, yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> so, yeah, so then we, uh, and the team we face tomorrow, they have two really good kids. One of them's going to pitch, and we just have to get his pitch count up. Like, that's the name of the game, is fouling off pitches and trying to work walks to get his pitch count up to get into relief pitchers. So then are you teaching your kids, hey, take a couple pitches? You got to take a couple pitches. But again, you, what if you have a first pitch So it's, if there's right a meatball, the if there's a, I always say if there's a meatball first pitch strike, you hit it. Okay. But you know that's a strike, right? Like that's not swinging at some junk that's at your head. Yeah. Anything other than a meatball pitch, you take until you get a strike. And uh, does that result in, have you noticed an uptick in walks on your team? No. Or enough uh, taking strikeouts. There's a lot of strikeouts okay. because, again, like we're facing the best of the best at this point, right? Like there's no, there's not like some guy out there who's like uh, the coach's son who throws 50 miles an hour <laughs> and gets teed up. So, hmm. like they're all good now and they all throw strikes. And if they're not, you have to pull them quickly. So, you know since everybody puts it in this app yeah you know who's pitched and how many pitches they've thrown for this team now yep. moving forward does it keep track of era and stuff like yep. that wow and we know all their stats like it's great it does all the stats for you i can tell you i can look up what any of my players are hitting who's the team leader in home runs quinn how many does he have uh three one out of the park huh. right he on. hit one out of the park the other on on the last game wow Dead center field. Okay. Wow, that's impressive. Mashed the ball. So, uh, okay, the team you're playing, are they an offensive team? Yep. They Well, they got two kids who are mashers and just guys who hit singles, which is what we have, essentially. We have two guys who mash and a bunch of guys who put the bat on the ball. Um, and they, they'll strike out, too. You just got to... I don't know, it, it's it's... You have to remember that they're like, like even as a coach, you have to go, just kids. They're just kids. Like these are, they are so nervous. Mm -hmm. Like you think your kids are nervous, they're just as nervous. They've never been here before. They're seventh and eighth graders, right? Like this is new to them too. Maybe one of them might have played last year and they got somewhere, but they ain't the they ain't the state champs. So, do you get an instant read on the coach, like when you go up and talk to him? Yeah, and I'm always the first one to approach him. I always go out of my way to go over and talk to him a little bit and let them know that, hey, just a game. Don't really, don't really care that much. Did you talk to um, or watch either of their games? No, no, I, no, because you know I can look that stuff up on Game Changer, and so Jay Jay scouted them. One of the other coaches, he scouted them. He stayed around and watched that game. So, and what did he say? Uh, he just watched how to get out the two big hitters. One of them you got to throw low, and the other one you got to throw high. Okay. But having watched them, was he like, "Wow, we're in for a we're in for a, a battle"? Yeah, yeah, we're in for a battle. Um, it'll probably. I think this game is going to be like six four, 
or something mm. like that. Your uh, your pitcher going into it. How's uh, how's that looking? Well, it's my boy Travis. Okay. He uh, I've coached that kid since I swear to God he was six, and uh, just one of my favorite players of all time. And so he's normally our catcher, and he like he's a catcher. Like he runs the field. No one steals off of him anymore because he throws BBs down to second base. Like, unless they're fast, they don't run on him. Legit chance to play in high school? Yeah. Yeah. We have we have two eighth graders who have a legit chance of playing in high school. Like, not just like on the freshman team where they kind of let everybody, but kids who will probably play on the varsity squad by the time they're sophomores. Quinn and Travis. Quinn and Travis. Yeah. Coincidentally, the coach's sons. Hmm. Yeah, I know, right? Hmm. Yeah. Now... We, our pitcher is actually a seventh grader, and that kid is a stone-faced killer. You know how Stan never smiles? This kid never smiles. And just, I mean, he throws 74 miles an hour with a curve and a change-up, and he's unhittable. Like, he's just unhittable. I mean, do you remember throwing a curve when you were... No. I mean, or facing a curve necessarily at that age? No. No, I don't Something either. that people thought they were throwing a curve, but... I could, I could throw a changeup a little bit. I yeah. could throw a fastball, but that was it. Yeah. I mean, flicking the wrist, I couldn't yeah. get that they, down. They yeah. I mean, that's what, you know, five years of pitching coach, <laughs> having a pitching coach yeah. will do. Yeah, yeah. Or pitching lessons, I mean. It's, it's again, whole different world than what we grew up in. <laughs> Besides the fact that we were in little old Hecker. You know, I'm sure there were kids in Chicago and... Belleville, who had pitching lessons well, yeah, and stuff, yeah. but, you know, a couple farm kids from Hecker were getting that. Yeah, I mean, honestly, you didn't have the internet to look up how to throw a curveball. No. It was only watching uh, Twib, right? Twib, or uh, there was a baseball I bought Oh yeah, that had, like, green fingerprints and red fingerprints for how to hold it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and I think we, like, we would throw it a little bit but then one time we decided to hit it, and it just went mush. Yeah, because yeah. it wasn't a real baseball. No. It was mostly made out of cork. Yep. Uh, so I tell you what, why don't uh, why don't we break down the Heron lineup? You know, how we're going to attack those hitters. Um, you know, weaknesses, strengths, yep. batting order for tomorrow in uh, segment two here. But for now, we'll leave the audience wanting more. All right, we'll be back in a minute. Thanks for sticking through us with that. I mean, we gave that big, deep tease about uh, the Heron lineup. So, uh, glad you stuck around. Yep. I think there's one kid named Harper on that team. He used to play on the uh, Little League team that we coached back in the day, the Tory League. Just one named Harper? It's probably, I, there might be more. Okay. But I know for sure that this is this is the one. This is So, this kid, interesting story. So I didn't think this was going anywhere. I so, didn't either okay. until we just brought it up. So, this kid... So his dad... Here's a kid. Here's a kid. His dad um, was like a former college athlete and baseball player. Like, knew baseball from front to back. Ozzie Smith. It was Ozzie Smith. How did you know? I'll be damned. Yeah. And uh, so, like, he was coaching with me and Jay and John and Ryan. Ozzie Smith was. Yeah, Ozzie Smith, yes. No, his name was Tim. And... Tim Jones. (laughs) We would have coaches' meetings on the porch... And 
like I would get there, me and John would get there first. And Kristen would come out and go, and she'd be like, what are you guys doing? We're like, we're going to have a coach's meeting. She goes, is Tim coming over? And I go, and we go, yes. She goes, ah, I got to go put on better clothes. <laughs> <laughs> like, he, he had an uncanny resemblance to, like, uh, Madison Bumgarner. And now he's in Heron? Uh, no, he died. He had a, he had a heart attack when he was, like, 28. This is... A sad Terrible story. story man. Sad story. And so his kid moved to Heron to get over the grief? No, his mom just moved to Heron to get closer to her family or something. Huh. And so, uh, yeah. But Kristen was like, oh shit, if, if, if Tim's coming over, I gotta put on good clothes. <laughs> <laughs> so she'd come out, makeup on. Yep. <laughs> it was like fishnet stockings. Yep, looking. Showing a little cleavage. All tarted up. <laughs> And so now we're facing him as an opponent, which is, it was kind of cool to see the kid. It was like, hey, I-5, like, he remembered us. and Did he? Yeah. Oh, I'll be darned. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. That was, uh, a, that was a downer story. It had a, yeah, it did. I, I should have just left out the part where his dad died. His dad died. <laughs> yeah, he died. He was hit by a bus. Yeah. It's terrible. Just, yep. Died while playing poker, actually. <laughs> Heart attack, playing poker. In the middle of the poker game. Yep. Hanging out with friends. Oh, God. Yeah. Hanging out with friends. Had a heart attack at 27. Dear God. Mm -hmm. That's awful. Ah. Ah. Good dude, too. Huh. Like, whenever me and John would start talking at these coaches' meetings, and, you know, me and Jurgensmeyer get a little nerdy on some stuff, like, (laughs) we were talking about Star Wars one time, and we look at Tim, and... We asked him something, and he goes, no, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> and John goes, yeah, it's because you were probably busy having sex with girls <laughs> instead of what we were doing. <laughs> talking about who shot first, Han or Greedo. Yeah, probably. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Tim, what's your thoughts? I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> I did see your wife all uh, dressed up, though, so. I'm going to go have sex with her. You guys Real keep quick. talking. <laughs> <laughs> so coming along with the uh, change route uh other big news andy you uh yeah. you are having a midlife crisis yep so i bought a convertible Perfect. and uh yeah making up for the receding hairline it's not receding it's just thinning everywhere it's just hiding yeah <laughs> my hair is going into hiding <laughs> yeah it, it's kind of a equal opportunity getting rid of. It's not just up front. It's all of it that's just kind of like going, hey, guys, I'm out. What's great is your hair is long enough that even if it thins on top, you can just, just comb it over. it over. Yeah. Yep. I like to twist it up. <laughs> like a little pebbles kind of uh, look. Uh-huh. So, uh, so you got a new job. I did. Yep. Switching companies. Worked at the old one for... 13, 14 years, and uh, I don't know. It's been it's been a long time, and uh, yeah, it's kind of weird switching, but you know, sometimes it's best to end things on your own terms when an opportunity arises before things get too stale and bitter. Yeah, like it. You know, you just kind of see you you just see yourself going. Ah, this is just not. This is not where I want to be anymore. And I could stick around 
and let things get stale and get bitter or strike out and do something new. Because, you know, I think at a certain point, you know most of everything of your job, right? And you're never, like, advancing. You're never learning new things. It, it turns into everybody coming to you to, like, figure out how to fix stuff. And you're just like, you know what? I'm kind of tired of that. Like, I want to... I want to learn new things now. Yes. And and this isn't meant to, like, shortchange what you just said. But it's not necessarily even, like, going out on that huge of a limb. Like, it's something new. Yeah. But it's still in the same field. It is. That yeah. at least... It's not like you're like, okay, hey, guess what? I'm switching fields. I'm going to sell cars now. I'm a car salesman. Yes. Sweet. That so, was the exact reference I was going to make, too. I was going to say car salesman. <laughs> so you're not even like, and, and I mean this in a good way, you're not making a giant leap into some unknown territory. No. no. But you're changing the companies. You're doing something different. Different. Um, uh, it's different types mm, of claims. Yeah. Like, uh, it's not doing the, like, uh, you know carpenter who put a nail through his foot or a truck driver who injured his shoulder now it's doing government contractors so it's it's a lot more interesting kind of stuff because like like some of them are um like when we were in afghanistan like the interpreters the interpreters are government contract employees when were we in afghanistan i know it's been a long time okay since we were there so Just, I needed a memory. For yeah, for sure. but all the like locals who were interpreters are government contract workers. Right. So if they got hurt, we would pay for it. Now, here's something that's kind of fun. Some of them are top secret, and so they're um, like normally you'd see their name on the claim. It just says unknown, unknown. Their injury unknown. You just pay them. You can't know anything about it. You just pay it. Huh. Yep. Because huh. it's top secret that's stuff. That's interesting. Yeah. That's really interesting. I know. Like, that's kind of cool. Like, that's the kind of stuff that, like, that gets me now excited about doing new things. Like, and you're paid commensurately. Yeah. With, you know, what you know and your, yeah. what you've given to. Right. Where you, to be Just in the your experience life. that I bring. Yeah. And, you know, personality to the job. We'll which, say that. you know, uh, that's one of the fun things that when you do resign from your position is that you find out that a lot of people that you worked with really actually appreciated you uh, and wanted and are going to genuinely miss me working there. Like, I've received calls from account management, like people who are just like going, dude, you made our job easier. I'm so sad to see you go. Like... We knew that if we had a problem, we come to you, you fix the problem, and we didn't have to think about it twice. Um, the IT people, we're the one who works in your branch, Debbie Arena, like, she would call me once in a while just so, because I would make her laugh. I thought you were going to go with Ziba Sheik over in... Uh, in India? India. Yeah, yeah. no, they, uh, they never got any of my funny comments. No? No, it's weird. They got uh, huh. a lot of my snide stuff that probably didn't land as well as I thought it was Humor going to. Humor usually lands like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Missed. No, that I, yeah, I mean, you're exactly right. It's it's, And it's nice to feel like you're being missed. Yeah. It's nice to feel like, huh, all these years where I actually didn't feel appreciated. It's all I, coming out I now. made an impact on it. Yeah. And I assume the people who were underneath you. Yeah, there were a couple tears. There were tears. 
mostly from your male underling? Yes, he was very sad. No, he was actually kind actually, of sad what's too. His name? I don't Jason, know. Jason. Yeah, he was. He was a little sad about it. Um, I would assume mostly from uh, Eileen. Eileen, thank yep. you. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And you know, I'm gonna miss those people too. Yeah. You know, you you develop relationships with them. They've been under me for three to five years, and you develop relationships. You know about their families. You know, because they they tell you about stuff, and so. It's kind of like going through a weird divorce, right? Like, all right, I'm not asking you to pick sides, but mommy and daddy are not going to get along anymore. <laughs> and I need to uh, go see other people. You know what I hate is the obligatory, I'll, I'll still friend you on Facebook. And, you know, we'll, we'll keep in touch. We're and not. Blah, blah, blah. We're probably not. It's not going to happen. It's no. not going to happen. I appreciate the fact that you think that highly of our friendship, mm -hmm. but I don't, I don't care enough. To. No, it. No, we we have a very small industry, and we'll run into these people mm, over yeah. and over again. Uh, I mean, most of the people that I work with worked with me back in the day at AIG. You know, you run into the same people over and over again. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Which is why you can't MF people on the way out, you can't right? Burn bridges. You know, uh, no. Like I have, as as a guy who is known for his verbosity, verbosity, being verbose. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have I have done my best to kind of keep a tight, tight grip on the information that I give out and why I'm leaving and whatever. Any clients like actually say, hey. So, one of the account managers today. <clears throat> she called me and she goes, I just want to share with you that when I was talking to one of our clients, I told them and it was like dead silence for like 30 seconds. And all they go is, oh, they go, oh, that is not good news. <laughs> like when he sent us stuff, it was just always right. We never had to like double check a bunch of things. But see, that's the type of stuff that should translate. In our business, you should say that stuff to these people, A, while you're there. Yeah. And B, the company should appreciate that thing and pay you... Commiserately. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Like, I, again, so I had something similar today, or within the last couple days. Um, one of my... Uh, I have a dedicated account, unlike you, where it's just for one client, and one of the locations called me, and they're like... It was at like four o'clock and she's like, oh my God, I didn't think you would, I, I didn't, I, I knew if anybody in this company would answer, it would be you. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, well, you know, I'm a I, sucker. What I, I looked say? at the phone number and I actually remembered it was you. So that's right. why I answered. And she's like, I made a bet with somebody beforehand that I could get you on the phone. <laughs> she's like, this isn't even one of your claims. I just need to talk to somebody there in your company about it. And, uh. It was nice to hear that. Yeah. You know, that like... It's a nice pat on the rump, people right? People actually think that, you know, what you do matters to an extent. Right. And you're reliable. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. That even though you don't want to answer the phone for, I'm gonna... Because oh, there gonna. are quite a few claimants or people that I've avoided for about a month now. Yeah. It's like, I don't want to talk to I you. I don't want to talk to you. Zero It's going to ruin my day. And I tell you what tip of the cap they're persistent they'll they'll call every day for a month <laughs> so maybe at some point i just got to tip my cap and say all right you all right, win you win i'm gonna talk I'm to gonna you i'm gonna answer 
Still denied. Yeah. Your claim is still denied. I think you're right. Mm. Sorry, that was a mental note to log away for tomorrow when I log on to do something. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. Make a phone call? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or accept a phone call, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it, it, you actually, it'd be nice to hear. And to be fair, my boss always recognized me. Like, he always was going, I rely on you for stuff. Like, I w my boss is the kindest, nicest human being I've ever worked for. You only say that because he's listening to the podcast. Right now, yes, absolutely. Yeah, like, honestly, he's going to listen to this. Probably not. <laughs> he might, I don't know. So is he going to MF you because now you quit? Maybe. <laughs> that mf -er. Thank God. I, I, I had his write-up right here in my hand, and then he turned in his two weeks. Bullet dodged. That was going to be an awkward conversation. But how do you say no to the 2% raise? Pretty easily. Hmm. Pretty easily. That's, that's surprising. Yeah. Well, you know, when you find out that your worst employee makes more than you. Yeah, that, uh, that'll that's do kind it of right a there. Kick in the nuts. That'll do it. That'll do, boys. Back to you. Yeah. It, uh... It's great, and I'm, I'm glad now when I say you make all that sweet insurance money. That I'm actually making the sweet making insurance sweet money. insurance money. Yeah, yeah it's kind of... And you know, what's actually, I think, like I was talking to Kristen about it, I'm like, you know, we're living on what I make now. I think I'm just going to drop most of that into retirement. Like, I'm actually at an age now where I have to go, man, i got to start, like, really upping what I put into my retirement. Yeah. So that I can be done at 62. Not that I'm going to be doing insurance still <laughs> at 62, but... Why not? Oh, as soon as the boys are in college, I'm done with this nonsense. That link bar is going to take off? Yeah. Yep. Bar we open. You know what, though, you could do instead is just move into uh, the estates with I. Yeah, but it's so large, you won't even know I'm there. Dude, honestly. I mean, there's, there's a mansion next door you could move into. There you go. It'd be fantastic. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, you know, in, let's see, 10 years when the boys are kind of in college and everything, like, that's 10 years, that's 10 years off the house payment. Mm -hmm. Student loans are all be gone. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, there'll be a lot less things to pay for then. And tuition, holy crap, no more tuition. Potentially no, well, I mean, you can't say no car payment. Something will go wrong with oh, a yeah. car. Yeah, something happens on that <clears throat> all the time. But like not having to pay tuition will be, whew, I got huh. two and a half more years. And it went down when Stan left. It went down by $125. But still not writing that $480 paycheck or paycheck, tuition check every month. And that's not even close to what you pay for tuition. Somebody asked if we were going to go to Altoff and I laughed. I laughed. There's no effing way I'm going to pay $20,000 to no. send my kid to high school. That's more than I plan on paying for their college. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, it's a great high school. It's fine. But it's it ain't, turned out some good peeps. But it ain't better than any other high school. Nope. Nope. I've paid for grade school. <laughs> I'm fine with being Catholic. I'm not that good of a Catholic. <laughs> oh, jeez. I tell you what, man. That private school is so flippin' expensive. It is, but totally worth it 
like oh, as, yeah. as far as grade school goes like it's been the best investment we've ever made uh you know especially when you're talking like with your school like you don't want to go to rando belleville grade oh, school oh it would be uh oh the fairby heights one. uh yeah william holiday up here yeah yeah no you know the funniest thing about stan going to public high school now this year is like he's kind of gotten a little bit of an attitude about he knows he's smarter than a lot of the kids Mm -hmm. because he's in honors classes but he also has to take two gen pop classes so like health and world cultures and those two classes annoy the crap out of him because he he has to hang out with dummies in those classes. Like, he's just not used to being around dumb dummies. Like, they had a group project, and he was so mad about having to work with this kid who was just dumb. Way to be an elitist, bud. You know, speaking of hanging out with dumb dummies... Uh, we got to throw out a, um, I guess, an advertisement, man. We uh, we got a very special episode of the uh, Link Porch Beers with the Links coming up. We do Sunday. Sunday, we are going to have an all Link siblings podcast. We will all five of us because uh, Bev's coming in from Texas. Bev's coming in from Texas. John's going to not work for half hour and yeah, hang out with us. Yep, and Cindy will. Be Cindy. Be Cindy and hang out with us. Yeah. So, it's going to be fun. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. Yeah, I I jest. They're not really hanging out with dumb dummies. But, yeah, yeah, so just a a little PSA service uh, or uh, advertisement. Big episode coming up on Sunday. Yep. Now, I guess we got to remind John and Cindy that we're doing this so that they can get their stories lined up and ready to tell. John's got a few crane stories. <laughs> Cindy's had some audits. Yep. So, we'll, uh, they gotta be prepared for that. Okay. Boy, uh, you know I love a crane story. Oh, God. I mean, there's not much. There better. is not a human on this planet that loves a crane more than our brother. <laughs> and to take a picture of said crane. He takes pictures of cranes and shows everybody. That man loves a crane. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, so uh, cousin Katie, her boyfriend Brandon... Wants to be on the podcast with the Of course family? he does. No, well, I mean, he always wants to be on the podcast. But he now knows that John loves cranes so much that when he's on job sites, he takes pictures of them and sends them to him. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. And it's partially in jest, but also I think he likes cranes too. And then John sends the little eggplant emoji. (laughs) (laughs) I would like to see John fumble his way through sending emojis. And I can say that because I know John's not listening. (laughs) No, no, he barely listened to the dad episode. Yeah, like, he, I've also never met a human who is more into cranes but also less into listening to us <laughs> not interested Kristen Kristen's also not interested but John's even more 
No, I know Kristen will at least appease us. No, she's only listened to two episodes. <laughs> the one she was one on. she was on, <laughs> and one other one. I think it was the one with Ryan. Uh, she goes, "Why would I purposely listen to you dummies <sighs> talk about stuff that I could just open up the door, or the window, and listen to it?" We got to edit this out. I mean, we can't have oh this yeah, it's slander. It is. Oh, all right, we got to take a break so we can, you know, edit this out, come back, we'll go from there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But in the meantime, though, I would like everyone to uh, remind everyone that our sponsor, Mascuta Bowling Alley, Mascuta Community Lanes, and they, their wonderful pizza. Are they sponsoring the uh, Apaches? Yeah, they, they do. They sponsor the Apaches. Uh, but they have, like, their yearbook and stuff like that. So, yeah. They're uh, big supporters, big and, athletic supporters. And they have great deals on pizza? They do. Uh, you know what? You can get an, a, a large uh, pepperoni pizza for $16, and it's a huge pizza. Wow, wow, now, wow, wow. I have discovered, though, that their pizza, while awesome, is not like a next-day pizza. You don't want to eat it cold, but that's because it's so awesome when it's warm. It does not carry over to the next day. No, it doesn't carry over to the next day, but I think it's the type of cheese they use. They use a blend that just doesn't age well. But when it's hot, man, holy crap, it is awesome. Like, I've thought about just getting, like, extra, extra cheese once in a while just to see what it's like. So you can get a $16 pepperoni. What if you wanted just a another single topping pizza you can get up to three toppings wow for the six, same price and you're just like give me pepperoni pepperoni and pepperoni well you know the thing is is that i have three people in my house who don't like anything that i like so i can't get bacon because that poisons two of them no one likes onions besides me they don't like pork no uh Kristen and stan can't eat bacon ah uh, stan mm. missing his whole gallbladder and whatnot terrible life choice he's will then spend an hour in the bathroom. Mm. Yep. <laughs> God, I hope his friends listen to this. Okay, so no bacon. No bacon, no onions, nobody likes mushrooms. Yeah, mushrooms are gross. No, not really. I'm there with that. Uh, and even like sausage, like it gets too adventurous for Henry. Too adventurous? <laughs> So, oh man, what about like a buffalo chicken ranch pizza? That that's fine, but sometimes that's a little spicy. I think it's delicious. Okay. The barbecue chicken pizza is great, but it has onions on it. Mm, yeah, and bacon. And sometimes. bacon. The yeah. cheeseburger pizza is delicious. Onions. And bacon. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, what uh, about a breakfast pizza? Do they have a breakfast? They pizza? do not, but they do have what with Lent being around the corner. A veggie pizza that has olives and feta cheese and artichokes. It's a Mediterranean pizza. Didn't you say they were coming out with a fish pizza? No, that was just us jacking around. Ah, okay. Yeah. That was a Lenten special. No, that was just all of us being dummies. Tartar sauce and codfish. (laughs) Okay. Do you really want fried codfish with some cheese thrown on there and just melted? I mean, you gotta... Fish and cheese doesn't really go together. kind of actually makes my stomach turn just thinking about it uh, <laughs> uh, you know with this nice piece of salmon that we that we cooked on the on the grill on a cedar plank and has a, a nice dill seasoning needs some swiss 
dude, you're friends with them. Why don't you just have them whip one up? We'll try it out. Mm. You know what? I'll give them a call. All right. See if we can make this happen. But now I don't know where they're going to get the fish bites from because they don't make fish there. I mean, any fish stand will sell it to you, right? So I got to go buy the fish at a fish stand and then take it to the bowling take it alley. To them. Let them put it on said pizza. You know what? The bowling alley will accommodate. The bowling alley will accommodate. Yep. I like that. Yep. And so. don't forget to use your <laughs> link podcast promo code, promo code <laughs> for free shoes. <laughs> that doesn't exist. Ah, <laughs> uh, all right. Hey, segment three, right? So what do we got coming up? The latest installment of the top fifty questions. Oh, that's ask right. Your best friend. I'd actually forgotten that we were doing that. Yep. Sweet. Can't wait. We're on question three. All right. Bye, guys. Thanks for sticking with us. Uh, again, man, it was uh, segment two. That was that was good, right? Oh, we really broke it down. We need justification. And it uh, stayed broken after we broke it down. <laughs> I think mostly now we have a lot to apologize for that live read for uh, the Mosquito Bowl. Yeah, I think we have to pay the money back. God bless America. I knew it. I knew it. You and I were talking about, do we go with the Mosquito Bowling Alley? Do we go with uh, my pillow? And <laughs> you went Bowling Alley. I did. Yeah. I'll take the heat. I'll pay this fine. But it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's for the best. You know what we really need to do is get into that racket uh, of like t-shirt advertisements like on all on i don't go on facebook much but when i do like it's just like advertisements for t-shirts no shit right yeah it's all i get like do i look like a guy who needs more t-shirts or do yes i've been tracking my t-shirt purchases probably that huh kind of weird dude it's it again got it we i'm sure we brought this up before it is so effing we not weird because i know my phone listens to me but Lindsay and i started talking about moving and i swear to god we got advertisements from movers in my facebook feed perfect yep uh pods didn't even didn't even google it popped up on my facebook feed the heck is that about man it's the weirdest damn thing my god big brother man big brother they're always looking out looking out at Considering our phone's always listening to us, and the weird things that we say, how do we not get dumber things that pop up? Who's to say we don't? I don't. <laughs> Seen it. Uh-huh. Like, I know the stuff we talk about when we're not recording. I do like that lead-in of the dumber things we talk about, because, you know... Yeah. We've been on a weekly, well, now it's not weekly anymore. It's like a tri-weekly. We've been on an adventure through the top 50 funny questions to ask your friends to strengthen your bond Mm -hmm. as referenced by Women's Health. Yes. We've gone too deep, right? And you know what? I really like that we're, we have such a shallow relationship, (laughs) but I'm glad we're finally going deeper on this. I think these are the questions that will actually finally bring us together. Yeah. Because if I didn't know, you know, for example, what we talked about, uh, who is your first celebrity crush? Mm-hmm. Haley Mills. Yeah. If, if I didn't know you had a thing for Haley Mills, 
back in the day and still now. Yeah. You know, where would we be? That Pollyanna was a cute, was cute as a dick. Pollyanna. God, you are so old. <laughs> Anne of Green Gables. <laughs> These weren't new shows when I was young. Uh, <laughs> it's just what was on the old satellite. <laughs> so, to keep strengthening this bond, we're going to go to uh, the next question on the list, Andy. Number three. Are you ready for this? No, I'm never ready. What TV show would you want to be in? Part two. Which one would you not want to be in? In parentheses, note The Handmaid's Tale, please. Oh, God. So which TV show would you want to be in, and which one would you not want to be in? You know, I'm actually going to start off with the one I don't want to be in. Okay. Because it's The Office. I live that every day. I don't want to be in that show. <laughs> like, it's, a, it's, a, it's my life. It's not fun or exciting. Okay. I get it. I get it. Um, so, yeah, definitely not, definitely not The Office. Which one would I want to be in? Man, all right, so that is not as easy. 1970s Batman. I would like to be Burt Ward. Okay, there we yeah. go. Good answer. God, he did good. get to hang out with the uh, Eartha Kit. He... <laughs> How about the Munsters? Would you like to be Eddie Munster? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, actually, no. <laughs> that sounds terrible. Uh, hanging out with, God, what was that guy's name? Uh, who is... Munster, Eddie was, Munster, Herman Munster. What was Herman Munster's name? They were him and the Dracula guy were in another TV show. Car so Fifty Four. Where are you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Here's a show I wouldn't mind being in. Firefly. The ah. old, you know what? Ah. If you're gonna be in a show, it might as well be something so different than your life. I mean, it's a space cowboy, right? Okay. And they're like, I don't know, they're thieves and they run heists and stuff. Who doesn't want to run a heist? I like it. I'm going to go with Firefly. Final okay. answer. Plus, I mean, you get to hang out with Nathan Fillion. <laughs> he seems like a cool guy. Huh. Okay. All right. Uh, and your, your show you don't want to be in is The Office. The Office. As much as I love The Office, I don't want to be in it. Hmm. Hmm. All right, so show I would want to be in. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go kind of off of yours from the standpoint of, you know, something different, right? Yeah. Why not The Mandalorian? Yeah, I thought about that one. Why would I not go that route? You know, again, you're outer space, but you're also kind of kind of cowboyish, right? Yeah. And you get to fly around on a ship. Yeah. yeah. I mean, who wouldn't want to do that? Not I mean getting shot at and having traditions jump on you in the desert not cool <laughs> just not cool but you get to disintegrate people or wheel of fortune <laughs> how hard i mean how easy would that show be well yeah but that's not you can't live on the wheel of fortune well, i didn't say live on it just appear on right oh i thought this was like oh, what do you God, want now to... i gotta go back to the phone i here. was assuming you wanted to live in that universe mm, would you want to be in Okay, all right, so if we're going to live in the universe, fine. Fine, fine, but if I'm just going to appear on... Wheel I'll, of I'll Fortune. I'll win some easy money on Wheel of Fortune. Isn't the uh, Price is Right technically easier, probably? God, I don't know. I don't know if I could name the price of a TV. Mm. You know, you just spin a little wheel, right? Plinko. Plinko? 
yeah. yeah, a lot of skill in that. Lots of skill, lots of skill. And so, the, so then, which one, like, which one would you want to actually be in their universe of the Mandalorian, right? Yeah, I think so. Like, not just be in the show and like, hey, I'm gonna wear stormtrooper armor. <laughs> like, actually, like, live in that world. Because that, my answer would still be Firefly on that one. God, that's a great question. I still think. I mean, again, I guess I still think Mandalorian. I mean, it depends upon what character you are, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, you could be some poor, what were what they called, moisture farmers? Yes. Yeah. And, um, you know, not actually matter <coughs> in the grand scheme of things. Kind of right. like what we do right now. Yes. I am the real-life equivalent of a moisture <laughs> of farmer. A moisture Yes. Farmer. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to change my email sign-off for the rest of my week on there to Andy Link, moisture farmer. Moisture farmer. farmer. My boss is the only one who's going <laughs> to maybe recognize what it's a reference to. <laughs> That's my new thing. I'm going to start doing that for the rest of the time. I'm going to start changing my, my sign-off. Moisture farmer. <laughs> God, I might actually throw that in there too. Not that specifically, but something just to mess with it and see if people notice. Although, I think I told you about how I took a day off and I changed my out-of-office. I mean, just to the most mundane thing of whatever blah 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 contact my backup but i said contact my backup who is really smart and probably better at her job than i <laughs> and, and that was too much my supervisor noticed it how who checks that who has time in their know. day I to don't... check that no i have no idea because i sure as hell don't god bless america i just don't care no this is why people work until eight o'clock at night right there I mean, you're, you're not you're wrong. you're checking on that kind of nonsense. Now, the other argument is, maybe we should not put the nonsense in there, but then we wouldn't be us. I think that's what has gotten us so far in life, mm -hmm. is being us. Yeah. Yeah. Ain't no thing like me except me. Now, a show... <laughs> I'm just going to ignore... A show I wouldn't want to be on. I, I mean... Name law any reality order? show. Oh, I was gonna say Law and Order Special <laughs> Victims Unit. <laughs> Sabu. That doesn't that doesn't end well for anybody in that show. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go. I, uh, I guess I'll go. Oh, Oz. There you go. Oz. That's what, yep. Okay. Yep. Because even the people who are not in jail, boy, they have a rough go. Yep. Yep. There's no winners on that show. No. Ooh, good call. Yeah. Have you actually watched that show? Ah, uh, episode? Uh, we got through like one season of it, and it was too depressing. Like, there was never any upswing. Like, you know, like you can have a dark show, and at, at some point there's like, even Game of Thrones have up points, right? Like, people you cheer for and people you root for. And boy, is that show just depressing kick you yeah mm. awful i yeah and and again the the undertones not my thing man yeah no. well prison scares the the dickens out of me that that's what makes me want to walk the straight and narrow man yep that's that's why i don't commit crimes yep i don't need to be in jail it's one of my greatest fears <laughs> heights crickets and umbrellas jail. and jail 
Sorry, umbrellas? I don't, I don't really, I don't like other people carrying umbrellas around me. Why does that bother you? Because I don't know what they're going to do with the umbrella. And one of those little balls on the end of the umbrella, like spines, it could take out my eye. I can hold the umbrella, and that's fine. But I don't need anyone else carrying an umbrella around me, because they might hit me with it, and it might take out my eyeball. That is an interesting, irrational fear. It's an irrational fear, but I don't like people carrying them around me. Huh. Because I don't trust other people to contain their umbrella usage. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Like, I, I feel like we should save this for, I'm sure, question 47 is what is your most irrational <laughs> fear? Umbrellas. That's other people carrying umbrellas. Other it's not the umbrella people. itself. It's people carrying umbrellas. There's huh. like a cricket walking around with an umbrella on a ladder. Boy, you're done for. I'm done for. Yep. You're just going to die right then and there. Yep. And he's trying to arrest me. Shh. <laughs> Please. Uh, 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 but nothing's worse than a cricket. You know, I'm uh, I'm really glad we took three weeks off. I feel like we came back, you know, really attacked this episode. <laughs> yes. So many things to talk about. Oh, man. It's, uh... Like nope. I said, we broke it down and it's staying broken. And it's staying broken. Nobody's gonna, nobody's gonna talk crickets and umbrellas like we do. No. No. I, a lot of people are afraid to talk about it. Ah, uh, yeah. We're not. Yep. So, on Sunday, when we have the big family episode, you're gonna, you're gonna break down, you know, what happened against Taryn? I mean, maybe. Uh, hopefully it'll be, it'll be good. I, I just don't think that uh, our siblings are as interested in it as, well, anybody is other than me. <laughs> it's not, you know, it's well, a very niche kind of, like, topic. <clears throat> so, okay, so, uh, but, you know, I think the audience is going to want to know what happens. Oh, yeah, I mean, I'll have to give the update, definitely. And are you going to be completely, like... Two-day hangover. <laughs> oh, yeah. Still drinking out of the chalice. Drinking out of the chalice, yep, yeah. Absolutely. Because let's say I won't have to return it to school yet. Till Tuesday? Till Tuesday. So that yeah. means I get it for three days. I think I think we can all do shots out of it on Sunday. I think so. Yep, mm. we'll take the little baseball player off the top, unscrew it, pour it into the cup. Trophy shots with the links on Sunday. It's a new podcast. <laughs> Trophy shots. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a great one guys i hope uh i hope you guys tune in thank you for uh joining us tonight uh sorry this was a lot of nonsense yep and we will talk to you in a couple days bye